To the first temptation, Jesus had said, in effect, that it was better to be hungry than to forsake his mission of serving not himself, but mankind. So the devil quickly shifts his weight to push in the other direction. You are so right, Jesus, and you really know your Bible. You know you should really have a much bigger audience for your message. I'll tell you how to get it. Do something spectacular. You trust God? Let it show a little more. Don't hide your light under a bushel. Jump down from the pinnacle of the temple here into the courtyard, and the people will run to your side. God will do his part and protect you if you are the Son of God. Listen to me, he whispers, and I'll have coliseums full of people to hear your wonderful teaching. After all, you want to get the Bible to them, don't you? And the Bible does say he will give you his angels charge over you. And so the temptations have come down through the ages to the people of God. They have been buttered up and urged to make alliances with others who reject various teachings of the Bible in order to make a bigger splash. Yes, to reach more people for Jesus. But Jesus had just told Satan that man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And now he recognized that Satan was suggesting that he forget one word. He was not being asked to trust God in whatever situation he might find himself. He was being told to put himself into a position where he would force God to come through. He was to test, not trust God. And that's where Satan's Bible verse was taken out of context. The passage he quoted promises something to God's child wherever he finds himself in his life of following God, not wherever he puts himself following Satan's ideas. So, how will you bring people to Jesus? Jesus' way of letting people see him through us does not seem very spectacular, although it really is. He says, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Does that mean that the way we treat one another in the dorm, classroom, at church, or in gymnasiums around Wisconsin, will show people whose disciples we are? Can God really use something like that to bring people to Jesus? Or what about our tour choir that has already been rehearsing 
for a month now. Does that mean bringing Christ to people goes beyond a spectacular performance? It surely does. We've known more than one student over the years who has done well at school, but left ILC with a sour taste in their mouth because of the way some students abused their fellow students. One such student had to leave in the first quarter for his father's funeral, and he did not return. But he was haunted for many years by lingering doubts about Emmanuel. Then one day, word came that the tour choir was coming to his remote congregation. He liked music and looked forward to the concert, but little realized the impact that the choir would have on him. Since he was active in the congregation, he helped host the choir and so spent some time with them in the process. He loved the concert, but what overwhelmed him with unexpected joy and made him thank God was the way he saw them treating each other. They did not turn their backs on one another or exclude one another from their groups or even their couples. They cared about one another. They harmonized off the risers as well as on them. He saw his Savior at work. These were his disciples, and they were a visible demonstration of how Jesus had treated them and us. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end, John 13. That choir that particular year sang in no Colosseum, put on no spectacular show. In fact, they were to a great extent unaware of the effect that they had on those around them. And I would not know about this either if that former student had not told me. But through those choir members, people came to know Jesus. So if the devil didn't stop after one temptation, Jesus does not quit either. For all those times that we have failed the temptation that Christ overcame, and for all those times that we went our own way, thinking that we could spread Christ better with our ideas than he could with his simple word. And for all those times that we leaped in where God's word warned us not to walk, Jesus paid for all those times, wiped it out, and then filled the void with his perfection and his victory in the desert over Satan is ours today and on Judgment Day. May it show in our lives. This world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. He can harm us none. He's judged. The deed is done. 
one little word written can fell him. Hymn 498, stanzas 4 and 6. 498, stanzas 4 and 6. 